It is time. That's right. It is time to throw up the horns. That's right. Because Jesse, that's right, from Black Metal Rebellion in the house. How are you doing, my friend? Doing pretty good, gotta say. Happy to be on here talking about some old school comic movies. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've been wanting to get you on here for a while. I just need to find the, the right setting. <laughs> and this is perfect because not not only are you a metalhead like me, but yep. well, you're more of a, you're more of a metalhead. But uh, when it comes to the, the the comic book and the and the nerddom and the knowledge, uh, you kind of blow me away. So <laughs> I'm gonna need your help. I might need your help. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna need Jesse to come on in the show so we can so we can do the damn thing. Oh, movie dojo army is showing up right now. They are showing up. Let's see who is here today. Hold on, let's get up the banners here. Booyakasha. Is it really that bad? That's right. Today's episode, we're talking about The Phantom 1996. Back in the old high school era. There you go. Got the, there, that's the, Is that the OG DVD we got there? Oh, yeah. The old school one. That's what I'm talking about. Nice. Stole, I mean, bought from Blockbuster. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we got Lane Farmer in the house, Brad Movies, Orlando, Ballin, Bob Odinson, Mike Swift, Gilbert, Kev John in the house. That's right. Slowly coming in. The Movie Dojo Army, the badasses. And I'm still hearing that extra audio, so I'm going to put in the headphones, Jesse. Give me a second, okay? No worries. We're gonna get it. We gonna we gonna get it crack lacking. We don't need to. I'm up. My voice is already annoying enough. You don't need to hear me twice. <laughs> All right, hold on. Okay, let's try this. First time using. All right, let's see here. Woohoo! Oh, fancy schmancy today. Look at this. Five dollar headphones. Yeah. All right. Microphone check. Audio check. Okay. Good. We can hear it. I still hear it. All right, that's all right. <laughs> all right, fuck it. We're not going to use it. Yeah, I don't know why it's doing that, but we're going to keep it going. All right. You don't have YouTube on open on your end, do you? YouTube now. I'm just using my cell phone. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know why we got that that audio there. All right. That's we're not going to we're not going to be stopped today. We're going to have a good time talking about movies. Maybe a little bit of metal later. We'll see how it goes. We'll see who else is here right now. All right. All right. Let me ask chat. Chat, how does the audio sound right now? Did it sound good with me with the headphones in or out? I will, I will, I will, I'm looking at chat right now to help me out. Some people are saying echo. They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this could just be StreamYard, man, on my end. Oh, Director Ranjit in the house. What's going on? All right. See, it says chat is echoing. They can hear the echo. All right. I don't know why. Let me try this again, guys. Hold on. Give me a second. Have patience with me, Jesse. This is how no, we're, it's live, man. This is how it happens. This is what happens, man. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Let me uh, try it one more time here. Hold on. All right. Turn the echo cancellation back on. And I can still hear myself. 
It was better with the earbuds. All right. How about right now? How's it sound right now? Are we better? Are we good now? Sounds like dolphins. Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Carlo? How you doing? High school buddy, right here. That's right. 1996 high school buds. All right, guys. You want me to try with the the audio echoing from the other end, not your end, Samurai? Okay. Let me try something. I've got a cam slash mic gear uh, button here that I could possibly oh, miss. Everyone's saying it's better now. They're saying it's better. Oh. All right. Or, all right, everyone says it's better. Oh, Director Ranjit, he's he's the filmmaker. He knows better. All right. All right, guys, we're going to get it going. But better with headphones? <laughs> all right. Let's try something. Uh, go back out and come back in, Jesse. Let's try that. Okay. I uh, will try. Should be able to just click on the link again and come back. If not, I can send it to you again. All right. We're going to get this right. We don't need the, is it really that bad, Fat Samurai guy, ever, ever, remix version tonight. <laughs> i make sure you guys can hear my melodious voice. Yes. <laughs> Jesse's going to come back and he's going to sound like a munchkin now. There's going to be something else weird with StreamYard. It's good seeing you guys tonight. Thanks for hanging out with the old samurai. Is it really that bad? Another episode this week. The Phantom. That's right. 1996. What were you guys doing around that around that time? Many, many, many years ago. A thousand years ago. What were you guys doing around 1996? Oh, boy. It seems like... Okay, let's try this again. Here we go. All right, Jesse's back. All right. Was, <laughs> was this remix better than mine? <laughs> I think the echo was coming from the guest speakers. Do you have headphones, Jesse? Do you have any uh, uh, earbuds? I can grab some and see if that works. Just let's try it. We got time. We're hanging out. We're hanging out. It's all good. I'll talk to chat. All right, bring it back. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have Jesse try it with headphones, and we gonna we gonna do it. Let's let's play some. Oh, what's up, Jake Hall in the house? Les Voorhees child. All right, Cupin Malik says, "Hey there, dude. The Phantom. I kind of like it, but I hope they would make uh, a better version of the Phantom." Yeah, we're gonna get into that a little bit a little bit better. All right, Ranjit says the audio is good. All right, Jesse, come on back if you can hear me. You probably can't hear me. <laughs> Matthew says, 10 years old now, and I remember this as a kid, literally the last time I've seen this. Wow. All right, let's try it. Everyone says it's good now, but let's just try it since you got the headphones anyway. Oh, here you go. Are you, ga are you gaming? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got some gamer headphones. Oh, shit. All right. I, I, all right, go ahead and talk now. Hold on. I got to plug the camera. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. I think it sounds... How's that sound, chat? Are we good on, we good on the sound? Is that good? I think we're good. I think we're good, man. All right, here we go. Kelly Kells in the house. I was not born until 
Well, thanks for making me feel old again, Kelly Kells. We got Jesse in the house from Black Metal Rebellion. That's right. Oh, Director Randy says audio is amazing now. Jesse, you made the audio amazing. Oh, awesome. Glad I could contribute something. All right. Look at that. Sexy Sumo says, perfect. Damn, I'm good. He says, damn, I'm good. He's taking credit. Hey, <laughs> hey, the movie Dojo Army is helping the old samurai out. All right, cool. All right, 30 badasses. That's enough people here. We can get it going. Get it crack-a-lacking. So far, Jesse, chats, I'm kind of getting the vibe from the chat that they're kind of digging the Phantom, which is sweet, which is, which is a good thing. So, <clears throat> excuse me, before we get started here, I'm going to talk about uh, my experiences with the movie and how right. I've discovered it, and then you could do yours, how you discovered it, your thoughts on it. And then we can go ahead and start talking, you know, break it down and, and start talk about what we liked and what we didn't like about uh, the film, which we'll get into it in a minute. I'm just bringing it up on IMDb here. So don't forget, this is, is it really that bad chat? So, you know, it's going to be spoilers. You guys know this. So a quick plot synopsis for those that are new and have never seen The Phantom. So The Phantom, descendant of a line of African superheroes, travels to New York City to thwart a wealthy criminal genius from obtaining three magical skulls, which would give him the secret to ultimate power. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. I had to get into it. Hey, that's the move. This is what the movie's like. You know? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Booyah Kasha. Let me get this back here. All right. Now I can see you guys. Oh, Nathan in the house. Finkster. That's right. And... Listen to Voorhees. That's right. Don't forget that smash that like button. Yes. Kev John actually seen it in the theater. How about that? Damn. All right. Cool. There we go. This is where right, right here we go. Can't there it is. That's the vibe. That's the vibe. So I'm gonna be honest. You guys know I'm always honest here. So I'm gonna talk about my experience with the Phantom. So I am not. <laughs> Well, you know, still to, up to this day, I'm not that well-versed on the comics, right? I don't really know all, all about the comics and all that stuff, the history and all that. I do know that when the comic came out back in the day, it actually preceded Superman by two years. So the Phantom was created and had a comic book series on the shelves back in the old days, two years before the old soups came out, which is very interesting. So the Phantom's been around, all right? This isn't some, some last-minute character they made up in the 90s. The Phantom has a, a well-versed history in the comics. He has been around. I mean, even in the 40s, <laughs> check that out. <laughs> Woo, look at that bad boy right there. Damn. <laughs> Sexy, right? That's some sexiness, right? Yeah, so... <laughs> but this is a, a screenshot from one of the serials that came out in the 40s, right? So the Phantom has been around. The Phantom has been around. He's even got the dog. He's got the horse, anything and everything. Let's see your chat here. Uh, let's see. Nathan says, audio request. Can Jesse move the mic about half an inch away, hearing all the breathing? You want to try it, Jesse? Move a little bit away. There you go. Boom. All right. The Phantom, the ghost who walks. Fun movie. So we got we got some fans here. This is cool. All right. 
So the fandom's been around for a long time. Now, my my first introduction to the fandom, because I'm an 80s kid, was, I don't know if you guys remember this cartoon. Do you remember this? Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. Doo-doo. Oh, wow. Defenders <laughs> of the Earth. Defenders. Doo-doo. Uh, do you remember that, Jesse? I don't know. Uh, no, I don't remember yeah. seeing that, but I'm kind of intrigued now. Yes, old school 80s cartoon. You got it. Look, that's not just the Phantom. You got Flash Gordon there, too. Yep. All these mm-hmm. pulp characters from back in the day. And I remember I used to, I love the theme song, Defenders of the Europe. And I, I, I remember watching the cartoon <laughs> off and on as a kid. I said, I'm going to get that a ringtone now. Jesse, when you call me, that's it. I'm going to have Defenders of the Earth ringtone. <laughs> Deal. Because it's fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember kind of like, I don't remember the cartoon now because it's been years since I've watched it in terms of what the, all the episodes were about. But um, uh, all these pulp characters came were put together from the old school comics and made a cartoon series. And it had a, it had a fun theme song back in the day. And then there was another cartoon. You might remember this, Jesse. It was called the Phantom 2040 animated series. You remember that? That was like either like late 80s, mid, I mean, I mean, uh, late or mid 90s or maybe early 2000s, but it was called Phantom. I was trying to find a screenshot of it, but I couldn't find one in, in, uh, in time. Oh, we got a Defenders of the Earth Defenders. We got a fan here. That's right. <laughs> All right. But there was another cartoon. It was like in the future now, but it was still the Phantom character, but in the future. I never seen it, but I remember it used to come on TV. But there, there was that as well. But that's as far, that, that was as far as my knowledge with the character. I was like, oh, the, the, the cool guy with the guns and he's got the purple suit, right? That's all I knew, really. That was all the background. So when I saw a trailer, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. All right. When I saw the TV spot trailer on the TV for the Phantom, okay, and I saw this, I said, what the fuck? <laughs> now, remember, this is 1996 me. All right? I was a dumb idiot. I was a young, dumb idiot, okay, back in the day. And I said, what the fuck is the Phantom? Uh, not even not even remembering it was from the cartoon it took me a while at first but then i saw slam evil and i was like what is this slam evil <laughs> I, I used me and my friends made fun of it we made fun of it you know we were like what the hell is this i just remember it looking terrible and i hated the way the suit looked once i realized oh it was the defenders of the earth defenders guy i was like oh it's that guy he's getting his own movie oh and i was just looking at the suit and I was like, what the fuck is this? What is this? He suit? looks like a purple condom. <laughs> <laughs> I was this was my reaction back in 1996. I was like, what is this? Defenders suit? of Trojan. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I was kind of like, did you did you did you watch pro wrestling at all back in the, the early days or no? Not at all. No, I did. Uh, okay. I really did digged the old wwf version though not the new like like basically when stone cold steve austin came into the scene i'm like i'm out oh so you were the uh the uh the golden era of wwe oh okay well you may or may not remember this wrestler but the first time i saw this suit i instantly thought of giant gonzalez Oh, because the spray-painted abs and pecs. <laughs> it's like, what is this? What is this giant Gonzalez superhero? 
So already, already with me not really knowing a lot about the background, right? And me, you know, seeing Slam Evil, which at the time I thought it was like really cheesy. Like, what, what is this, right? And then seeing this in the trailer, I was like, what is this? This looks terrible. So obviously I, I've seen a, it's funny because I've seen so many bad movies. Like I actually paid my money to go to a theater to see a horrible movie in theater back in the nineties. I was a teenager. There wasn't YouTube. There wasn't, you know, anything going on. So I was just like, Oh, let's go to a movie. Let's go to a movie. I paid, I saw some bad movies. I saw call the conqueror in theater. Okay. I saw Ninja Turtles three in theater. I see Mortal Kombat Annihilation in theater. Like I paid for some 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 horrible stuff in theater. I'm surprised I didn't go see the Phantom just out of shits and giggles, right? So it wasn't until DVD came out, and I was just like, you know what? Let me go rent this movie. So I think several years, because you know, it took forever back then because we had VHS. So it took yeah. forever. Several years went by for the DVD, and it finally came on DVD. <laughs> Kev John, I need that suit. Hello, abs. <laughs> <laughs> Les Voorhees Town, I just spit out my drink. Y'all, y'all know y'all was thinking of Johnny Giant Gonzalez too. Come on now. Come. Um uh let's see. Carlo, my buddy here. He, lo- he actually loved the Phantom 2040 car, uh, animated show. I heard it was good. I just never seen it. All right. So where would get- you be able to see that now? I don't know. I'm Amazon Prime. I, I really don't know. Maybe YouTube. Maybe someone's uploaded all the episodes. Maybe. Yeah. I I definitely got to go and check those out, out, though. The Defenders of whatever that was. And then Defenders of the Earth Defenders. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it's, hopefully, it's not as bad as the Avengers um, Earth's Mightiest Heroes or or whatever the one was before the good series came, like that one-off kind of one season of uh, that Avengers cartoon. Oh, was, was that the one that teased Thor, Cap, and Iron Man might be in it in the intro, but they never were on the show? Is it that one? Yeah, yeah, that, that thing. I heard that was bad. I heard that was so bad. Well, that's uh, on that's on Disney Plus uh, right now. I actually watched um the whole thing and it some of it is pretty bad like i give a lot of cartoons and movies and stuff like that like a pass because it's like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna suspend my belief because it's it's fictional whatever but even even then it was kind of like some some parts of each episode was just so like uh, i don't know cringe i guess but it was badly written i think right um, the Earth's Mightiest Heroes, I think I remember that was being, pre- that was pretty good, wasn't it? That one was the good one. I just can't yeah, remember the what the, the previous one was. Yeah. I remember liking uh, Earth, the Earth's Mightiest Heroes one. That was pretty good. Oh, here yeah. we go. A friend of mine dressed up as the Phantom at one of the works Christmas parties. <laughs> That's awesome. That's epic. Please, <laughs> you, got, I, you know, if you have a photo, send it to my Facebook page, man. That might sound like page. I want to see it. That'd be great. Uh, but yeah, so that that's how I felt at the time. Giant Gonzalez, the trailer wasn't the TV spot wasn't great. What the fuck did, did Slam Evil mean? What did that mean? You know, and you know, I just wasn't feeling it. And then you know, like I said, several 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 years later, I rented it on DVD, expecting it to be the worst, expecting it to be this. 
<laughs> and to to my surprise, I watched it from beginning to end. And I didn't love it at the time. I didn't love it, but I watched it from beginning to end, and I was like, that wasn't that bad. That wasn't that bad. It, was, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's how I thought at the time, right? Now yeah. revisiting it five billion years since then, because now I'm like 85 years old, I watched it to watched it today, and I have a little bit more of a different opinion on it, which we'll get into after you tell me your experience. So what's your experience with the movie when it first came out, when you heard about it, or you just recently just seen it? My experience with The Phantom is a little foggy for me to remember, but I, I've had that DVD for quite a while. And then prior <coughs> to that, um, even to owning the DVD myself, um, getting it cheap from some blockbuster back in the day, I have just vague memories of like me and my dad when I was probably 10 or 11 watching this on VHS and thinking it was pretty good but as a, a younger teen or, or a kid watching this movie there's a lot of scenes in it that uh, I don't know either I'm ADHD or something but it, it was kind of hard to maintain my attention for it because as a kid when you see like this cover you're like ooh, this is gonna be some like crazy action superhero movie slam then, evil yeah slam <laughs> evil and, like as a kid you're excited like all right this could be awesome but then there's only i think he's only in the suit firing up his guns kicking bad guy ass for maybe 15 minutes out of the entire movie like but the scenes oh, you, that you he's in it? it is good but well not yeah. actually clocked it but it's Weird. it's it's a very small amount and the rest of it's just him running around in like a uh um a trench coat and fedora uh businessman suit just doing like casual stuff talking to people he's met in the past but uh yeah i, I remember seeing this movie when i was really young and liking like the action scenes and him in the suit and stuff but then I kind of just like glazed over when it came to the rest of the story. Um, but yeah, right. so uh, I've, I've had contact with this movie at a really young age. For that's sure. awesome. That's awesome. I mean, that's, that's, that's a good thing. You didn't have my experience where I was like giant purple, giant Gonzalez. <laughs> that was, that was my reaction when I just, when I first saw it. And even the, when Trojan I Trojan man. Yeah. Yeah. When I watched it on DVD, And uh, let me know if I'm back, guys. StreamYard glitched out for a second there for some reason. You're, Jesse, you're back good? on my end. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I have a wired connection, sometimes we freeze for some reason. Uh, but, yeah, it's like I, I still did not like the suit. Um, but here's the thing, though. I, I found out more information on the suit design, and I was like, oh, no. That now it makes all the sense in the world why the suit looks the way it looks, and it's because here let me let me find uh, another shot of uh, I had one here I don't know why it disappeared but uh, traditionally he's purple right traditionally this is kind of how he looks right right yeah uh, I the one the one good thing about the suit that I did like though is they took away the stripes trunks. 
the stripes yeah. on the trunks was like we're pushing it now right um those boxer briefs here we go <laughs> yeah these thank thank props to the new suit at least they got this right they took off the stripes right it just didn't look right right um even here in defenders he doesn't even have the stripes um so that's the good thing but i found out behind the scenes the person designing the suit was trying to be creative and the stuff that we think looks like fake muscles isn't fake muscles it's tribal designs so if you look closely, what the person was trying to do was kind of make it look like he has fake muscles, but not make it obvious. So you look at it, it's skulls designs. If you look really closely on his suit, it looks like it des- it's all tribal designs all over his body. So they tried yeah, but- to be artistic with it, but still kind of make it look like he has muscles. But I still think it didn't work. I, I, I mean... Having it didn't work, this- but it it uh, you know a for effort, and the chest kind of even looks like uh, like a skull. Like his pecs are eyes, and then you got right. that like skull nose part, and then there's like even teeth down right. where the abs but are. So you, yeah, so you see what they were trying to do, right? So I was like, now oh, it yeah. makes sense why they tried to do that. I still do, I still don't like it. You know why? <laughs> like you said, a for effort, mm-hmm. but I'm still not a big fan of it. Why? Because he's fucking huge. He's fucking huge. Billy Zane worked his ass off, and he's fucking buff. This is the buffest and hugest he's ever been in his whole movie acting career. He didn't Damn. need fake <laughs> muscles. He did not need fake muscles. I don't care if they're trying to be interesting with the tribal design. He did not need anything but just a tight purple span. He was huge. Look how huge he is. I could wash my clothes on that. <laughs> <laughs> right just so that's, that's you know once i <laughs> once i felt oh, you know what fuck it must put it in put it in there oh yes oh <laughs> billy zane is turning the darkness on oh yeah <laughs> right so that's what made me even more and like i like i i get your side a for effort right they tried Yep. But when he's this buff, I get it. He did I get it. They didn't want to go with the bite with the Michael Keaton, you know, armored abs. Even Flash, the TV show Flash from back in the 90s, kind of had this similar design where it was kind of armored suit abs. Mm-hmm. I get that. They didn't want to do that, but giant Gonzalez tribal signs, they, they I mean, just just have it purple. Now at night, all the night scenes. For some reason, when or when the when it's dimly lit scenes with light, the suit actually looks fine. It actually doesn't look that bad. Uh, but when he's out in the daylight, uh, it's it's a little rough. Now, it's weird because it. I don't hate it as much as I did when I first watched it on DVD. It's almost like because remember, five billion years have passed. I'm 105 years old now. Now rewatching the movie, I don't. I've, my hate for it's kind of lessened for it. Uh, I still think it was a mistake. However, I don't cringe as much as I used to uh, when so, I used so to instead of So instead of looking at it through rose-colored glasses, you're kind of looking at it through shit-colored co- glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of like got over what, what is What is the word? I'm kind of, I kind of just got over it, you know, because I'm like, the whole movie is an adventure homage to the old 
the old serials, the old days. Obviously, yeah. that's what they're. And I was just like, okay, I'm gonna even though I don't, I'm not a huge fan of this. I'm gonna give it a break. You know what so it was, eh? Hmm. You know, you know what it was. It it uh, if you watch it, it is almost like you could replace Billy Zane's Phantom character with Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones character. It is almost a superhero version of Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, and it's funny uh, you uh, mentioned that because uh, the director of the film went off and made a whole bunch of episodes for the young Indiana Jones Chronicles TV series. <laughs> oh, fuck. Nice. So I got to watch that sometime. Um, the, when you look at the filmography of the director, uh, let me see. Let me, his name, uh, Simon Winsor is the director. If you look okay. at his, if you look at his filmography, majority of it is Westerns and adventure films. That's majority. And that kind of fits. Yep. Kind of what we're watching. He did Quigley Down Under, which is a fantastic Western. Uh, that's a really good movie. Alan Rickman, rest in peace. He was great in that movie. But Quigley Down Under was great. Uh, but yeah, a lot of good movies or fun movies from that director. All right, let me catch up here. Kelly Kells, Fat Samurai Guy, you're at, you're at most 25 years old. I know, right? <laughs> the Phantom is an old pulp hero before superheroes. I agree. Two years before Superman. That's right. Two years before Superman. So, <coughs> excuse me. All right. Now, it's kind of it's kind of funny because at first, this is this is how I was back in the old teenager era. Slam evil. <laughs> right. Now, five billion years have gone by. Now I'm like, oh shit. Oh. The Phantom's kind of fucking cool. I the ghost who walks. I kind of dig the Phantom. Now look at this fucking poster. Why can they? Who? Who? Mar this should have been the poster. Yeah, that was marketed when this movie came out. <laughs> well, because that one looks badass. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just. This is kind of how I feel about the character now. I think the character over all these years has kind of grown on me, and I, I've heard other people say multiple viewings of the film you end up liking it more. A lot of people kind of have that experience with it. Um, and if you're, if you're older too, and you're not watching this as a kid or like a young teen, the, the parts that aren't like the shoot him up, punch him in the face, throw him off a bridge parts yeah. actually are nice because the character <sighs> building is actually pretty mature for like how non DC or non Marvel that movie is. And the director definitely had a lot of beautiful shots. Like when they're running through the jungle, that like kind of over cascading shot of the bridge while they're almost falling off and he has to save yeah. the kid. Like there's a lot of beautiful cinematography in it too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But it's, it's, it's odd because you have three movies around this time period that were pulp based on pulp characters, almost homages to the old the old serials, but they were all around the same time period in the movies, but none of them really were huge blockbusters. And that's the Rocketeer, the Shadow, and this movie. It's very odd. <laughs> it's very odd. It's like it's almost like in the nineties, nobody gave a fuck about thirties. <laughs> like they were just like, 
when's the next Batman movie coming out? What the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Now, I, I, I you know, we'll maybe we'll save the the shadow maybe for another episode, maybe for a future episode we get together to talk about shadow. And I don't want to spoil it now. Uh, but the yeah. Rocketeer, everybody knows. Everybody knows I'm a, a big fan of Rocketeer. I got a Rocketeer Funko Pop over here, right? Uh, yeah, I, wasn't that Brandon Fraser? Hmm. Wasn't that Brandon Fraser? Oh that, that no! Played the Rocketeer? No, he was Brandon Fraser. Wasn't even a thing yet. That was. I'm gonna look at it right now. Or am I thinking of someone else? That that was. This is like 1991. <laughs> this is five years before the Phantom even came out. So the Rocketeer starred. Uh, let's see here, Billy Campbell. Oh, yeah. No, nope, that's definitely not Brendan Fraser. <laughs> wait, a minute, hold on. Wait. I think he's Brendan Fraser. Is he really mean? They have a whore. I hate when they. Yeah, that's him. They just had a really old photo. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's him. Uh, but uh, you know. The critics loved Rocketeer. The audience loved Rocketeer, but it still wasn't a huge blockbuster. You know what I mean? And yeah. If, people... if it had have came out like ten or twenty years earlier, it definitely would have been a hit. But like, it just wasn't what audiences were looking for at the time. The director and the writers were having like a big nostalgia boner moment, and like, we should make this kind of movie. And it's like, well, it's, that's a little, little too late. Yeah. Or even a little too early. Like if they made like a Rocketeer now, but with better technology and a little better plot, it would right. probably do gangbusters. Yeah. I mean, look at the, the same director that did Rocketeer. It was, uh, let's see, it was what you call Joe Stevenson. Is that his name? Hold on. I got it right here. Come on. Come on, IMDb. Oh, IMDb, you suck. Also, chat, am I still mouth breathing into the mic? Because I hate when people do that. Let me no, know. you're good, man. You've been good. Okay. You've been good. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Johnston. Joe Johnston. Uh, it's funny because Joe Johnston went off and directed Captain America, the first Avenger. <laughs> so you could see. Well, shit. You could see a lot of Rocketeer in Captain America, first Avenger. Very, a little similar. You know what I mean? He kind of kicked it off for Cap, uh, which was. Cool. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm gonna have to like rewatch that now back to back and get, see if I can, you know, feel those yeah, vibes because yeah. it's kind of like wait. I think I do remember some of that going on in there from the Rocketeer and Cap, yeah. First Avenger. Um, you're gonna when you rewatch the Rocketeer, you're gonna absolutely love Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton is fantastic in that movie as <laughs> the bad guy. You can mm. really love Timothy Dalton, man. Oh man. But yeah, Rocket. Okay, Ranjit, he's a fan of Rocketeer, the original Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except right. with that rocket pack, you would totally burn off the back of your legs. <laughs> Kiss your calves goodbye. All that getting up at six a.m. to go for your morning runs wasted. Right. <laughs> uh, Nathan says that your your voice sounds beautiful. All right, so awesome. Beautiful. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, you got to revisit Rocketeer, Nathan. It's so it's a fun movie, man. The great soundtrack. It's it's re- it's really great. It's a really great movie that a lot of people uh, kind of forgot about, unfortunately. Uh, but back to the Phantom. All right, so we just went over our experiences with the movie when we, you know, first watching it, 
And now we're going to talk about revisiting it. When did you when did you watch this? I watched this like t- earlier today. When did you rewatch it? I watched this last weekend and I probably watched it last year too. I, I keep going back to this movie for some reason. Uh not not just because of Billy Zane's abs, I swear. <laughs> um but oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's uh, just something about the movie. It's got that great old Indiana Jones feel with excellent cinematography. The, yes. the character building for, once again, just being a not DC or not Marvel film is actually really good. And some of the, the lore could have been a bit better. Like, they really try to rush in these three skulls. They really try to rush in his, like, little uh, skull ring and, and don't really like explain why that's protecting him from the skull's power. They kind of rush a bit. Why the bad guy. Well, one, how the bad guy knows that these skulls will give him this ultimate power. And two, they don't really tell you why the bad, bad guy really wants them. Like, Oh, you know, bad guys just want more power and money and stuff, of course, but they don't really delve deep enough into it. Like, I, I just would like more backstory on these like artifacts that are really cool looking. Like there's a yeah. jade one, there's a silver one, there's a gold one. Like each one of these must be worth like a good mill or two in the bank. So, you know, they're, they're definitely yeah. worth stealing as a bad guy, but also then like <laughs> you combine them and then they have the power. Like, like there is just so much you could do with this character. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I love going back and just kind of seeing what I missed and yeah revisiting it right Mm -hmm. give me one second sure also for anyone who's uh watching this while uh samurai dude takes a little break there there is so many good friggin actors in this movie like not just billy zane but you also have Catherine zeta jones uh she's a breathtaking actress especially back then just walks on screen and captivates the hell out of you. And then you've got James Remar, who was yes. in the Black Lightning show recently as oh, he, he was one of there. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's uncle something or other to yeah. the Black Lightning's kids and helped out Black Lightning's dad back in the day and is trying to help him uh, solve a bunch of oh, like cool. old crimes. So yeah, he's he's been in like recent stuff too, and kind of yeah. popped up. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Like it's neat that he was in there. I've just and... been a fan of his since uh, the Warriors. We played Ajax, and I've been a fan of him since that. So that means he's been in three comic book move uh, comic book properties so far. Then so the Phantom, Black Lightning Show, and Judge Dredd, and probably more. Like, yeah, probably more. Like, if you're not paying attention, he can easily slip by uh, because he's such a lovable kind of uh, just uncle character. You're just like, oh, yeah, he's in this and you just don't pay much attention because he does his job well. He gets in the scene and gets out again. But yeah. you're like, wait, this is James Remar. He's been in this, this, and this. And you're like, oh, cool. So, yeah, he just pops up randomly in things. Same with the guy who plays the bad guy in fifth element and he's like bald and has that weird, like see-through head helmet thing. And, but then he ends up being James Gordon in the dark Knight series too. Uh, Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman. He pops up in so many things. You don't remember. Yeah. He's in a lot. He is in a lot. Yeah. So James, James Remar is basically like the discount Gary Oldman. 
<laughs> and that's a that's a and that's a you know a uh, what you call a compliment to him right there. No, right? no, it is. It was definitely meant as a compliment. So, so let's get into it just a little bit here. So, uh, a good call out about how some things are kind of rushed. Uh, but th- does that deter from your enjoyment of the movie? No. Um, but a good example of that is the very beginning. <laughs> as soon as the movie starts, as soon as the movie starts, giant text comes on the screen. And it says, for the fucking audience for who are idiots, it says, for those of you that came in late. Yeah, so like to the the movie theater. Yeah. (laughs) For those of you that came in late, for those of you that fucking at you know at the damn snack register or whatever the fuck getting your fucking for the assholes in the back. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they paying attention. All right, we're going to speed this up for you guys because you guys are idiots, right? I was, I was just laughing at that. I was like. Uh-oh. StreamYard's oh. doing that thing again. Let me know. Am I good? We're good? Yeah, you're, you've returned. Okay. You've returned to us. We have, we have returned. <laughs> All right. So right off the bat, just from that dialogue <laughs> alone, I mean, I mean the, 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 the title font alone, I was already laughing. And then the plot is like boom, 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 man. It's like mm-hmm. what's, your, what's his name? Kit, right? Kit, Kit Walker, yeah, right. Kit, his dad got killed by some Sang pi- pirates, right? He gets, he jumps over the ship. Thoughts, he thought he was fucked when he got to an island with, with a whole bunch of natives on there, but the natives didn't kill him. Took him in as one of their own and chose him to be the ghost that walks, the ghost who Hell walks, yeah. right? This was like told to us in two minutes mm-hmm. because everybody else is fucking around in the back. So the fucking <laughs> movie said, fuck you for those of you that came in late. <laughs> so right off the bat, what does it say? He's he was he was he was bred to fight piracy, greed, and cruelty, which he does in this movie. He fights against greed, he fights pirates. And cruelty in this movie. This is what he does. Yeah, he punches cruelty right in the face. Right in the face. Slam (laughs) evil, son. (laughs) Slam evil. So I think it's hilarious how back in the day, I was like, slam evil. (laughs) Now I'm like, slam evil, motherfucker. Slam evil, son. (laughs) You just kind of like wipe the shit off of those rose-colored glasses. You're like, yeah, this looks better now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, let's see what we got here. We got uh, a nice little fun opening sequence with James Remar and uh, all his uh, cronies, all the thieves the, the, the doing their thieving, trying to find mm-hmm. the skull MacGuffins for uh, our our boy, uh, uh, played by Treat Williams here. Our boy Treat, Treat Williams, what was his name? Xander Drax. Isn't That's that a bad guy name? name if I have ever heard one. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, come on now. They're not. They are not making this super serious. Dark, the Dark Knight world. This is an old school homage to the classics, to the old oh, yeah. adventure serials. When a guy's called Xander Drax, okay, yeah, they're definitely doing the beat you over the head. Bad guys, bad. Good guys, good. <laughs> but not just that. But but uh, you know, <laughs> Jack says I need to at least watch the beginning. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like 
uh, right away, he's doing some thieving. They're trying to get the skull MacGuffins. And right away, now was that a corpse booby trap? A corpse attacking him and choking him out booby trap? Is that what we had in the cave? I think it was, but it was like, it, I don't know. Honestly, even if it was as schlocky as that, I, I love the Three Stooges kind yeah. of um, slapstick humor. So that right. shit just kills me. It reminds me of like the, the skeletons attacking Bruce Campbell in Army of Darkness. So I'm like, <laughs> well, I love it. Even though it's stupid, I love it. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Uh, Jax, you don't need to just watch the beginning just because of the, the, the funny line the movie throw in there about people being fucking late. This is all you need, Jax, to uh, to entice you to watch. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Jax, you must watch this. Oh. <laughs> Make sure you bring a towel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, but hey, let's not forget Catherine Zeta Jones too. Oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get to her in a, in a little <laughs> bit here. So we have a really fun action adventure sequence in here, and, and again with the chase, right? They're trying to get away, and I love how you know you hear the drums, man. The closest thing to the bat signal drums, if you want to call. I want to call them that. They're, they're the bat signal drums. You hear the natives' drums, and then James Remar's like, "What is that? I don't know. Who gives a fuck? Let's get the skull MacGuffin. Let's get out of here." And then all of a sudden. The eyes open. Phantom's on his throne, chilling. He's fucking bored. He ain't got no PlayStation. He's like, you know what? I need to kick some. I need to kick some bad guy ass. He gets up immediately. He has a horse with the skull insignia on it. I'm like, this is fucking metal. Then to make it even more metal, he turns to his fucking wolf dog and calls the dog Devil. The wolf's name is Devil. How much more metal do you have to be? And I was like, oh yeah. He gets on the horse, chasing after the truck, shooting the guns out of uh, the guy, out the bad guy's hands. He gets on there, but but there's just a, that whole action sequence. Not only were the stunts really well done, but there was camp funny moments in that. Do you remember before that when uh, the, James Remar was having issues with the map, trying to find the cave, and they had the little oh yeah, kid, it was upside down. Yeah, and they had the little kid with them, and the, and then the little kid kept telling them, "You're an idiot." Right? And so James Remar tries to elbow the kid, and the kid perfectly he's sitting right next to him, and the kid perfectly just kind of ducks it and he comes back. <laughs> he's like, "Shut up, you little shit!" Misses, and then keeps driving. <laughs> like I'm kind of makes you already. wonder how many times he's tried to do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm laughing already. I'm like, this is hilarious, right? And then when when the the Phantom gets on the truck, you know, the other guy's like, you know, James Remar's like, "You shot at him? Did you get him?" And the guy's like, yeah, I got him. <laughs> Punch. He gets knocked out from the Phantom on the side. I'm like, okay, movie. You know, I'm having I'm having a lot of fun rewatching this after all these years. But yeah, that not he- though. When it got on the bridge and this in this in the truck flipped over, still tangled upside down, mm-hmm. and the Phantom and the kid are hanging from it. Those stuntmen, that was a legitimate. That was a legit stunt. That that was really good. Like that was really well done. And this is the very great opening action sequence. I was very impressed. Very impressed. And so we have that a lot of, we have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Where are we here? All right. We got Oh, again, the soundtrack is really good by David Newman. 
who was known to do the scores from for Galaxy Quest and the two Bill and Ted movies. He did the score for those films. He did the score for this movie. And it's really good. Very memorable superhero theme song. Very good. When you hear the theme of this movie, guess the first thing I think of. I don't know if you're the same way. Trailer music. Trailer music. Because I remember once I recognized that theme song, I'm like, so many other movies in the 90s, they just borrowed that theme <laughs> from the movie mm. and used it for other films, other movie trailers. Because I was like, this sounds way too familiar, man. They must have they must have used that song for other things. But yeah, really good score from uh, David Newman. Very, very well done. And then this was unexpected, but out of nowhere, uh, the Phantom's dad, the previous Phantom. Do you want to explain the chat for those that don't know of how the the Phantom who who cannot die, who's been around for four hundred years, how that really works? You want to let them know? Sure. Uh, basically, it's handed down from father to son over the years as a a bit of a responsibility and kind of how Kit Walker refers to as his family business. And once the oldest phantom passes on or gets killed by a bad guy or or just, you know, maybe... Uh, disease gets to him or something. Once he's unable to continue, he passes the legacy of the ghost that walks or the phantom down to their, you know, oldest firstborn son and continues to tradition that way, uh, that way. And this is why, uh, spoiler alert, obviously, but throughout the film, he's like, Oh, I swear to God, I killed that guy. I stabbed him right in the kidneys up to the hilt. I don't know how he's back. Well, that's fucking how he's back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very interesting. I was not mm -hmm. expecting that. I was not expecting that. But another thing I wasn't expecting was the Phantom's dad, his, at least the spirit of him, appearing to him to kind of give him advice. In a way, in a way, Kit's just basically kind of discussing and talking to himself, figuring out what he wants to do. But when this happens, it, it, it almost gets revealed to him like his dad's still around, kind of, you know what you need to do, son, kind of stuff. So, in a way, did this kind of throw you off that the Phantom's dad kind of showed up as Obi Wan or Jaga from Thundercats? Or were you, uh, were you kind of I'm like, sure as, I'm sure as a kid, uh, his dad just appearing randomly was kind of like weird, and I had no idea why. But yeah. rewatching it uh, the last couple of years and even last weekend, I'm like, no, it's cool because there's there's a lot of modern day films that use that trope of the like you said the obi-wan master from beyond the grave kind of mentors the new uh hope uh, yeah. uh to you know <laughs> guide them along the way and yeah. that's cool and i don't think they explain how that really works but the the magic of that island and its connection with his ring that he has allows him to talk to the astral plane and his ancestors too so well, there you go, chat. But yeah, I was that was interesting. I was not uh, expecting that, and we'll we'll get to the taxi cab scene a little bit later. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this is the evil, horrible, evil king from Braveheart. This actor, uh, I was I was like, oh man, that's Patrick McGuhan. Yeah, so he is uh, the Phantom's dad in this. And he's trying to let him know. He's like, look, man, you done let the sing, 
the fucking Singh Brotherhood. They want the skulls, and you let them get the skulls. You know what you need to do. Come on now, stop fucking around. So then the Phantom uh, goes into the city, and uh, Kit has his other other uh, alternate identity, and uh, going around doing what he needs to do. And he hooks up with Christy Swanson, and then we have our adventure from there. But uh, Christy Swanson gets kidnapped by uh, Catherine Zeta Jones, and uh, by the way. Uh, there's eye candy for everyone in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Christy Swanson in this movie are tens. That's right. This is them and they're prime. Right? They're looking prime. Yeah, so they're 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 nice to, to nice to look at. But they both actually do a pretty good job acting as their characters as well. And again, going with the tone of homaging to the old adventure serials and the old stuff, look at the way Treat Williams acts in this movie. And look at the way Catherine Zeta-Jones acts in this movie. They're so over the top. Treat Williams is almost like a mustache twirling. <laughs> yeah, see, oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get the skulls. Look at it. Look at it. I got I got I got the I got the spider skull with the the the, the pink jewel eyes right here. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, I got the Jack Skellington skull. Yes, a lot of powers for here. Jack Skellington skull. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. All you steampunk fans out there, I got a steampunk skull for you guys. How you like that? Yes, powers. I'm gonna rule the world. Yeah, I'm seeing him to rule the world. See, he was like that the whole movie. Now I'm sure when that movie came out back in '96, people that weren't accepting what you know the movie as it is and what it was trying to homage were probably rolling their eyes. They probably were like, "What the hell is this? What is this acting?" You know what I it's, mean? It's uh, yeah, it's it's that kind of early, but it's on purpose. Yeah, it's like that early twenties, thirty serial type of bad guy acting, plus kind yeah. of the theatrical kind of yeah. bad guy acting. It's it it hasn't really hit that modern niche yet, where there's some nuance to the the bad guyness, and it's just that old comic trope of bad guy bad. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But when you when you when you see the tone, even Kevin Zeta Jones is so over the top in this movie, but it's fun. It's supposed to be over the top type of acting. It's a, they're supposed to act like characters that don't act like real life. This is not real life. All right. This is a badass dude who's gonna fuck you up with giant Gonzalez designs on his, on his shirt. But he's gonna fuck you up, all right? Yeah, all it's right? a comic book movie, not a documentary. There you go. There you go. So I wouldn't be surprised, though, when they came out. People were like, what is this acting? But it's it's on purpose. It's on purpose. I'm going to show you a screenshot right now. So before before we get to that, though, the, the, the goal with the special tone of the movie and the camp of the movie, um, just look what he just got on the ship. When the Phantom gets on the ship, he immediately bursts open the doors with guns blazing. Oh, my guns out. All right, all you guys, uh, and there's a whole bunch of chicks just taking a shower, and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> yeah, excuse me? And then and then a female behind him starts busting caps on his ass, and he jumps out of there. Like, already, camp, camp. He goes, slides down the laundry chute, and he comes between Christy Swanson, who's a hostage, uh, um, and Catherine Zeta-Jones makes sure she's tied up. Look at this screenshot right here. This screenshot alone will let you know the tone of this movie. Look at his face. Look at his face. <laughs> this is the tone of the film right here. Billy Zane it, it's was not perfect. popping up. 
Oh, there it is. Okay, is it, is it up now? Okay. Yeah, it's there now. Sorry. Yeah. This th- look at his face. This is the tone of the whole film. Fo- the whole film right here. This is the tone. He's smiling. He's having a good time. He's being very charismatic. Billy Zane was perfect for this type of role, and his type of acting fit this type of movie, which is homaging the old serials, the old adventure serials. We're here to have a good time. A few one-liner quips. We're going to wink at the audience a little bit. This screenshot right here sums it up. Now, what made me laugh about this scene was this scene already was Captain Zeta-Jones had the drop on him. She had the drop on him. She had the pistol to his head. And then she like has him in his sights. And then all of a sudden, he's looking and talking to Christy Swanson. And then quickly, you know, with 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 flash speed, grabs the pistol out of her hand. And Catherine Zeta-Jones, all of a sudden's like, ooh. <laughs> like already, she's like, ooh, I love it. He's fast. Are you only fast with your fingers? And then she tries to make out with him right after that. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. So yeah, yeah, th- that that right there, that's the camp. The whole movie is camp. All right, here you go, samurai guy with the bow tie. <laughs> Hello, I just want to thank you guys for the fun times. I've been going through some stuff, and your humor and shared passion have helped me get through a lot. Well, I appreciate that, uh, samurai guy with the bow tie. Yes, uh, appreciate you guys watching and hanging out with us. We really do. But yeah, camp comedy that's the tone of the whole movie and it keeps going it keeps going here so after he tries to rescue her she, christy swanson's like look you don't have to rescue me you set me free i i'm off on my own okay i'm out of here right so she's storming out and of course that's a bad idea because all the bad guys and <laughs> billy zane kind of grabs her takes her to the side you know covers her up so she won't make noise and then all of a sudden she's you know the coast is clear and he's like look let me take the lead, you know. It's probably better if I take the lead. And she's like, go ahead, go ahead and take the lead then. You're it's your rescue. Immediately, right after that, they go outside, he's captured. <laughs> yeah, basically just walks off screen and instantly gets punched in the face and took in hostage. You're like, oh that was, I was <laughs> laughing my ass off. Like he immediately got captured. But it's all about the devil, son, the dog wolf. Or the wolf dog, or the wolf. Is it just a wolf? Is it straight up wolf or what? Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's just a wolf, yeah. Okay, I keep calling it a wolf dog for some reason. What's going on, Dallas Cowboy fans? Cracking. Uh, oh, Nemo says, yeah, Phantom does smile in the comics too. He is charismatic, and I agree. Billy Zane was perfect. He's perfect. Perfect for the role. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> as soon as he like, I'll take the lead, and they goes outside and he gets kidnapped, or they get captured immediately, I was dying. Uh, but the devil comes to their rescue. <laughs> that sounded hilarious. He comes to their rescue. They get away. Uh, Billy Zane does some uh, some 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 side kicking, do a little bit of a little bit of martial arts there, kind of thrown in. I was like, all right, I can dig it. I can dig it. Right. And they get away. They get into a plane. They fly off. Now, what cracked me up though is when they flew flew away. How badass and cool. Are the Phantom's pets <laughs> the, the 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 wolf devil and the horse hero hero right? I think it's hero. I might be uh, wrong. Yeah, and, it, and the fact that it's just like in the middle of the the green jungle and yeah. the purple Phantom, the horse is just stark white. It's like yeah. it, it's crazy. It's like they were definitely going for visuals and contrast when it came to these uh, character yeah. designs and everything. 
Yeah, I agree. And it, it's so, <laughs> how badass are these two animals to where their owner, the Phantom, is flying a, pa- a plane to the destination and they're just on foot. Fuck it. The horse is just on, <laughs> the horse is just going, <laughs> meeting up with them, the dogs. I mean, the wolf's right behind the horse. They follow the plane is what I'm trying to say <laughs> all the way to the Phantom's hideout. And of course, you know, some of the gunfire got to the plane. So the plane was going to crash. So then the Phantom and them jump off onto the horse. The horse caught up to the plane because the horse is a badass. The horse caught up to the plane. He lands on the horse and, and the horse saves the day. And they all meet up back at the pretty awesome badass hideout with the huge gigantic skull entrance. It's almost like it's almost like the Phantom don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's well, almost especially like, not especially no. not on that island. And once again, it's just more of that kind of Indiana Jones action where the 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 good guy jumps from a uh, like a in Indiana Jones case a tank onto the horse, or in the Phantom's case a plane onto the horse and rides away with the with the you know the lead yeah. actress in hand saving yeah. the day. It's it's yeah. really cool. I'm going to wear purple out in the daytime with a white horse. You're going to see me coming, but yet you're still fucked. And then I'm going to go back to my big gigantic skull in the mountain hideout. (laughs) The most badass hideaway ever. Dude, dude, it it looks so cool. Skeletor is jealous of that shit. Right, right? (laughs) I I missed missed another funny moment. Do you remember when Christy... Christy. Christy, I'm, I'm talking like Mike Tyson. Christy Swanson uh, got home when she first got home for the first time. She got ridiculously rich parents, a rich mother. And as soon as she gets in there, her mother's like, oh, you know, come over here. She's like, oh, how how was your trip? And blah, blah, blah. She's like, how how have you been? She's walking with her. And then Christy's like, she knows her mom doesn't give a shit. And she's all like, well, I've, I've, I, I have malaria. <laughs> and then the mother's what? like, that's nice. <laughs> oh, man. Again. Keeping with the tone of camp, you know? Oh, man. Oh, and don't forget about uh, Xander Drax's. What was that uh, he had on his desk, like right in front of his desk? What was that? We took out that guy. What do, you, what, what do we call that thing? The uh, the telescope? What is it? Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The telescope where it's like, you lied or whatever. Yeah. He The guy was doing business. Or liar. No, it was liar. Yeah. Yeah. The guy was doing business for him, and he knew he was up to no good. So he's like, yeah, just, I need you to check something out for me. Just just look in that telescope. Zoom in a bit. Yeah. And he looks in there. He's like, I don't see anything. He's like, well, you got you to gotta zoom in. And he, as soon as he twisted, blades go in the guy's eyes. This is the, this, the villain has this on his business desk. His office desk has that right there. <laughs> That's how you know this guy's not fucking around. Oh, man. But, yeah. Uh. Could this be uh, Catherine Zeta Jones's like uh, bit first big role? You think? Because Zorro, uh, Zorro came out way later. Yeah, I, I don't recall her being in anything else prior yeah. to that. And if if the Phantom had taken off the way the 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 director and writers and you know the the studio probably wanted it to, that would have been her jumping point. So yeah. Right. Microscope. There it is. Sorry, telescope. Sorry about that. The microscope <laughs> had two blades come out and it went in the guy's eyes. That was fun. Uh, Nemo says Phantom was supposed to be gray. The purple color was printing mistake, but they stuck by it. 
gray, huh? Hmm. Well, it makes sense with the ghost who walks kind of theme. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how that would have looked. That would have been interesting. Which also then kind of sparks my interest to that one Batman animated episode where it's like the gray ghost. Was yeah. that kind of like a hint to the early pulps? Because the way the guy was dressed, but then the gray ghost being maybe a hint to the ghost that walks. So it's like a hint towards the Phantom and the pulp era all in one. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. And it was, and the gray ghost was voiced by Adam West. <laughs> yep. That's right. Old school Batman. How fun was that? Uh, but yeah, that was probably one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lady Fabloid, that's one of hers as well. She loves that episode. But uh, did you laugh when the captain, uh, the military captain who's friends with the Phantom, and he's like, he's like the Commissioner Gordon kind of in the movie, and he's friends with the Phantom. And in the village that they're at, did you laugh when the captain walks in and he turns? And the Phantom's just sitting in a chair eating. <laughs> hey, the Captain just comes in. And the Phantom just turns around. He's like, he's just eating. He's like, oh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I don't remember that scene yeah, for some reason. Like, yeah, and he's like, and the guy's like, couldn't you, you know, use the front door? And he's like, and the Phantom's like, I like windows. <laughs> oh, I remember that line. I remember the I like windows. Thing. He's just sitting in the chair, just grubbing <laughs> in the. Is Phantom he in the? Costume. Oh, he's in the suit? Oh. Uh, he's sitting there eating like I don't, know, I don't remember that. Yeah, it's, I was busting up. Again, going with the tone of the, of the film. So, with the camp. Let's see. What else do we have here? Yeah, the writer definitely had a theme of what kind of humor he wanted to yeah. sprinkle on this movie all along throughout it. And do you think, like, when this came out, another reason maybe why it didn't do well is because people, it just, this type of comedy or homage to the old serials just kind of went over everyone's head. Oh, it definitely did. Cause the 90s, all, all the 90s wanted to be was like these edgy kind of like dark, uh, like Tim Burton's Batman, the Blade right. film. Like they're, they're going for that like DC dark feel, uh, even though it's kind of frowned upon, uh, Later in the like 2010s era, dark superhero movies weren't it. But in the 90s, that's what they're like. Yeah. They're gobbling that shit up. And then Even the early Phantom 2000s. And, yeah. And then when the Phantom and Rocketeer and Shadow and all that came out. Well, Shadow was a little bit better. But the Phantom yeah. and the Rocketeer with their campiness and their lighthearted, campy, uh, it's like cheesy slapstick stuff. Like, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, like, it just went over that. 90s audience heads yeah. and they weren't looking for that at the time but it's mm -hmm. once again if that came out 10 or 15 years earlier in the 80s or late 70s that should right? have, would have rocked yeah i agree i agree i definitely agree with that my favorite Catherine zeta jones line in the movie was she's telling treat williams xander drax she's telling him <laughs> she goes, well, you know, he's in love with her, right? He's in love with, you know, Christy Swanson. He's in love with her. You know that, right? And and, 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 treat, and Xander Drax goes, oh, really? How do you know that? You like my Treat Williams there? <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, well, he's in love with her because he could have had me. <laughs> oh, yeah, line. yeah. She's like, he could have had me, but he chose her. I was dying laughing. I was like, wow. He's like, yeah, he picked her over me. He's in love. 
to oh. the good guy chose the the damsel in distress over me, a villain. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, she's probably like, I'm I'm hotter, basically. I mean, she is, but yeah, like she is. <laughs> damn, damn, that villain arrogance. Right, right. Oh man. So uh how are you like the we have a great op- the, the setting like you said in the beginning the jungle the sets the the stunts the whole first half the setting was great and then we returned back to the jungle thank god and the third act the mid part when majority of the movie was in the city how are you with that with that part of the movie and how did you feel about the action scenes during that did you still enjoy the action scenes in the city the action scenes in the city were great like the phantom suiting up in the middle of the hotel and sliding down that elevator shaft. Yeah. Mint. With his pistols? Mint. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Just like sliding down there with the, his boots yeah. burning and the kiss uh, and the pistols sparking. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then like hopping from taxi to taxi to catch the bad guy and steals the policeman's horse. Like all that <laughs> shit. Mint. The rest of the stuff. I just like, yeah. glaze over every time. And then that right. scene, and then that scene where they finally get the uh, is it the jade skull the green one yeah. in the museum that scene yeah, yeah. kind of eh, i didn't like that scene there especially when he like s- slams them together and it's like right. s- shoots the laser into the map it's like okay this it's it could have been done a little better and he's just like yeah. laughing he's like yes show me the power <laughs> it's just, it's amazing Wonderful. i love it yeah just oh my god that was the worst acting i've ever seen Wonderful! <laughs> yes. yes, show me. Excellent. <laughs> Bad. Everyone's got to love this Jack Skellington Day of the Dead skull. You got to love that. Why haven't they made Nightmare on, uh, Before Christmas Part Two yet? Come on, that would have been gold. Would it have been gold, or would it have been a disaster? Well, I mean, <laughs> it depends. It depends on if they kept that that uh vibe of the first one and right. the dark kind of like creepiness of like oogie boogie and and all that other stuff going on but it also would depend on what door jack picked for the second one like oh. the christmas one the christmas one and and halloween smashing together va- uh, theme worked perfectly for the first one but like yeah. he went into the forest and there's like the easter bunny one there's like a thanksgiving door there's a, i think a uh, a four leaf clover for patch st patrick's yeah. day one like depending yeah. on which tree he decided to go in for the yeah. second film that yeah. probably would have made it uh or would have decided the fate of that film i'm thinking like maybe valentine's day would have been hilarious because like i could only imagine the creepy shit he would have given to people on valentine's day show me the power <laughs> show me the power uh, but yeah, that would have been interesting. Maybe he could do all the holidays. That's the sequel. He does all the rest in one movie. And <laughs> just fucks just with everyone. Just one shots it. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now, let's see here. Oh, no, yeah. The action scenes were good in the city. Yeah. It's just the rest of it I kind of glazed over for. And now we got we got to briefly talk about the hilarious out of nowhere scene where. Um, his dad. <laughs> His dad, and the, go ahead and talk about that one. In the taxi. All right. 
All right. So on the way from the hotel to another location in the city, he he basically gives like these gemstones as a payment to the cab driver. And he's like, this, this should hook you up for the rest of my time here. And he's like, yeah, these are worth a fucking fortune. I'll be at your service. No problem, sir. And so anyways, he gets in the cab and they start going from one location to the next. He tells them to step on it or whatever. But during this, his, his father shows up uh, in ghost form, only visible to Kit Walker. <laughs> And he's just like sitting there, like looking off to the screen, like, yeah, so da 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 da. And, you know, this and that. And thanks for helping me. And I, I know I'm doing, you know, not the greatest job and blah, blah, blah. And then the cab driver's like, yo, are, are you talking to me now? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, like, I could only imagine looking in the rear mirror going, what the fuck? I mean, I'm glad I'm getting paid with all these gemstones, but what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it was making me laugh it was hilarious because the dad was like talking about james remar he was like yeah you know i th- I trusted the guy we went out into the jungle and he stabbed me in the back you know it was a bad bad choice decision <laughs> you know bad decision you know i get stabbed in the back right and then he's and then he starts talking to billy zane about uh christy swanson and he's but like he also hey, you know, uh, go ahead <laughs> Well, I was just going to say, he also tells uh, Kit Walker what a shit job he's doing, too. He's like, you know, you could be doing this a little better, bud. Like, back in my day, I whooped ass, and you're just kind of, you know, you're not doing yeah. this well. He's like, Dad, come on. <laughs> he's kind of you're kind of lagging here. But anyway, I, I, see the, I see the girl you like. He, he's like, it's almost like he gave his son dap. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, good yeah. job. All right. <laughs> but that chick, though, bop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was hilarious. I was cracking up. Oh man! So, um, let me see where are we at right here. So now they go out to find the third skull. They go to a pirate, kind of like a pirate cave island hideout, right? Do you remember the name? Ne- the name of it? It was Devil Something. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but they called it the Devil Something. But the Devil's it- Key. I think you're. I think that's it. I think that's it. Think and so. for all you uh, Mortal Kombat fans excited about the new movie coming out, well, Shang Sun shows up in this movie, son. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a great cameo. I'm like, yeah. yes, <laughs> it has begun. It has begun. <laughs> didn't he? Didn't he call Xander Drax and everybody else that was there? Didn't he call them weak, pathetic fools? He yep. said something. I'm pretty sure he did. Said something like that. And I was laughing. Yeah, but Shang Tsung, I mean, Kerry Tagawa, you know, I met him in real life. He's a great guy, very nice guy. Uh, he was he was a lot of fun in this movie. He's always good at these type of roles. He's good at playing the heavy. He's good at playing the playing the bad guy. But he is the leader of the uh, Sang Brotherhood in this. And uh, Xander Drax is trying to do his dealings because they're outnumbered. And, you know, he's like, he just wants that last skull. One guy... One of the mob dudes pops off at uh, Shang Tsung. He's like, I'm going to bust a cap in your ass. And Shang Tsung goes, I'm going to just call him Shang Tsung. <laughs> Carrie Tagawa's character just goes, he says a little something. And all of a sudden, oh, bring out the cannon. And the cannon just blows that guy away. That yeah. dude gets wrecked. Yeah, he does. He just fucking flies and just blew straight yeah. into the water behind him. Yeah. Kit, your soul is mine. That's Mandarian for. Get the cannon. Yeah, there you go. There <laughs> so you go. Good. The Devil's Triangle. Okay. Okay. Yeah, cool. that. Thanks, thanks Superhero that's, Universe. That's totally what we said. Yes. Yes. 
Hey, I always hey, I don't I don't hide it. I'm like, I I fucked up, but it's all good. That's why we got the movie Dojo Army here helping us out. But uh this part of the action of how did you feel about all the action in the in the finale here? How did you feel about it? Did you like it? It uh yeah, it, there could have been a little more uh I don't know how to express what I'm trying to say about it, but it was good, but it could have been better. It, it yeah. could have been a little bit more. It was like they had one set, and we only had enough money to keep keep the cast there at the one set. So we got to do whatever we can in the one set. We couldn't go anywhere else, but they they go to one more room for the for the showdown. But it was almost like the the, the action was good. The fighting was well done. It's just everyone was in one area. And no one really left that same area. Maybe it would have yeah. been cool if, it, if it, the action spread out. Maybe. Maybe I just I don't know what I would want from it. It's it is like they're like here we got this big pirate cove sunken ship. Yeah. Booty Bay uh, yeah. Uh, set thing here. This is the last of our money. Make the most of this scene as you can. And they're like, oh, okay. I guess we'll we'll make the last fight scene here or whatever. Right. Um. But that being said, I did like how they kind of like took out each pirate and kind of, you know, fought them and the the Phantom swings into action and the girls do their thing and kick some ass as well. And that's another thing, actually, uh, if I can digress for a second, is how uh, competent they made the the female cast in this seem like uh, Kit's ex-girlfriend here from college kicks ass. Pretty much every time she gets into a, uh, a scene where there's some bad guys that she needs to fight, she can actually kick their ass and like does well with them. Um, yeah. And same with Catherine Zeta Jones, like she's a formidable female fighter, uh, yeah. you know, antagonist, and she does well too. Like they hold their own, and it's yeah. a nice to see strong female leads kicking ass too. Not just the man saves the day. It's like. Okay, right. cool. I'm glad he can, but like you, th- they're also like formidable. Would you think they would have kept that? Because that's kind of like a throwback where the damsel always needs to be rescued, right? But in this one, they didn't really need to be rescued. They kind of they kind of fought on their own when they needed to. No. Which, was cool, which was cool. You know, yeah. I didn't. The- I, I I like that Catherine Zeta Jones could. I mean, she was pirate. She was a female pirate herself. Even her crew, she said, were female pirates, right? So they, they know they know how to fight, which is dope. But I kind of was like, I don't know, man. I kind of thought she kind of turned good a little bit too too quickly. I don't know. What do you think? I don't, I don't know. Kit Walker gives you that nice big grin, and you're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll stop shooting I'm and a, killing people now. I'm going to change my ways. Those abs have made me change my ways. <laughs> And and the Playboy smile. All right, sure. Yeah, I guess it. I'll stop uh, <laughs> ca- capturing these people now. I just thought it would have been fun to see her be evil to the end, and maybe maybe her and uh, Swanson could have fought, and Swanson could have killed her or something. But that's just me being picky. Other than that, though, everything was enjoyable. So now we go. Oh, the the sword fight with uh, Shang Tsung and uh, the Phantom. What cracked me up was when I loved when one of his own men gets in the way. And starts fighting the Phantom, and Shang Tsung goes up and stabs his own man. <laughs> He's like, "Get out of here! This guy's mine." <laughs> he walks up and stabs his own guy for getting in the fight. I, I love that kind of stuff. I love that kind of stuff, man. They, they, 
insubordinates the phantom yeah. is mine yeah pretty much yeah it was great i enjoyed that but yeah we got a little bit of guns blazing we got a little bit of some swashbuckling right we're not bored here we just we just wanted a little bit more i think i think that's what maybe what we're searching for like it was well done the action at the end for the finale was well done we just want a little bit more that's all you know we're being yeah we're being... well it's just because there's so little of the good guy doing good guy shit in this movie that you're like, all right, this, this, you know, the, the run time's kind of getting low. Uh, it's time for like the last 10 minute awesome scene that you expect from either horror movies or, or superhero movies. It's like, all right, you know, the last 20, 10 minutes is going to be great. And then yeah. they just kind of like mow through these pirates <clears throat> super duper quick. And you're like, Oh Yeah. You know, maybe at that moment before, you know how the the net drops on the rest of the pirates that run at Billy Zane because he's out of ammo, right? Maybe that could have been the extended fight. Okay, now I've got the main dude. Let me take out the rest. A little bit more action, fisticuffs, and then we can do what we need to do, maybe. Instead of just, okay, we got to wrap it up now. Let's drop, drop the net on them. That's good. Yeah. Next scene. <laughs> but still, doesn't deter from our enjoyment of the movie, right? We're still enjoying right. watching. We just more action, especially you guys know me. More action, the the, the better. That's just how I am. Uh, so then we get to the next scene here. James Remar is not. He's not looking too good. He's not looking too good. Phantom's kicking his ass because he shot because he stabbed his dad. <laughs> so he's kicking his ass, and then he and then Remar accidentally gets killed by uh, Treat here. That's right. He gets killed by Treat. Accidentally, because he puts the skulls together. He puts the skulls together for the ultimate power. It's amazing. And then <laughs> he blows Remar up. Remar disintegrates. And then it comes down. Mano e mano. That's right. Treat overacting Williams versus the slam evil ring. That's going to slam some evil, motherfuckers. That's right. And this is like the this was like the big surprise of the film, right? Because Shang Tsung was like, "Well, you only have three skulls, but you you need the fourth one to control the power." Yeah, and he's like, "What fourth skull? There's no fourth skull." Right. And he's like, "Fool! There is a fourth skull." <laughs> yeah. And then you find out the uh, the magic ring that uh, the Phantom has is the fourth skull. So they kind of do a little. Oh, Egg Shen versus Low Pan moment in Big Trouble Little China. And they uh the powers go against each other. <clears throat> and then one of the most funniest movie deaths <laughs> ever. <laughs> if we if, if we if we got together and you know what, let's make a uh a comedy version of Faces of Death, and let's take all the funny deaths from movies <laughs> and make a highlight reel. This would go on there because you got First of, well, first of all, I don't think I can hold all three skulls. I might drop it. Let me, me try here. That was the bad all, guy's main talent is holding all three skulls concurrently. Yes. yes. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> it's not just funny what happens to Treat or Xander Drax. It's funny because, of, you know, all of a sudden, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker starts playing in the background. And then <laughs> Xander Drax just starts leaning over like this. Moonwalker, Michael Jackson style, firing the beams, the skull beams at the Phantom. And I'm already laughing because it kind of looks funny. And then the Phantom slams evil 
with his ring and it backfires and the power beam comes back <laughs> and basically disintegrates and blows up Xander Drax. But before that happens, he's so just having a blast, you know, screaming, this is amazing and all that, that he yells and screams before his death. He goes, unbelievable. (laughs) 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 And uh, yeah, it needs to go on a highlight. Funniest movie deaths ever. It's just just so over the top and... It's almost like it's unbelievable how much they're paying me for this. <laughs> <laughs> it completely gets obliterated. I couldn't stop laughing. I was dying, man. I was like, all right, movie, you got me. We're having fun. Oh, yeah, he gets dusted. Oh, yeah, he does. He does. No one says no to the Phantom. Except Christy Swanson did, did at the end. But according to the Phantom's dad, she comes back. <laughs> but she left them there after he revealed himself she walked away I was like oh shit but uh, yeah all the bad guys are defeated the phantom has all the skulls uh, hold on one second Bond says uh, New York City movie theaters are reopening in March what now you're out there in uh, Canada right yeah uh, up here in Ontario Canada uh, we had a lockdown uh, since December yeah. to about mid-February, I think Toronto might still be under lockdown, but should be going to uh, the red zone soon. So that should mean that businesses besides essentials are opening up again and maybe right. have some seating if you're lucky. But yeah, I think some is still in lockdown. And I think Oshawa, my city, is is in the red zone now, so we're actually so allowed to theaters, do stuff. Movie theaters out where you're at are still kind of shut down. Yeah, so I'm hoping that I'll be able to see um, Black Widow in theaters when that comes out in, yeah. was it April? I think so. Something think. like that. Yeah. I'm just glad it's still going to theaters. Are you guys... Because- are you guys able to get HBO Max out there? I mean, not HBO no. Max. Uh, Disney Plus or HBO Max? Uh, I... I'm able to get Disney Plus, Netflix, Shutter, uh, but we don't have HBO Max, sadly. And that's for all. Like, I'm a DC guy. I love DC. Marvel's yeah. good, but I just I I don't know why I just connect so much more more with DC. And yeah. that's where all the fucking DC shows are going is to HBO Max. But us Canucks, we don't get that shit. We get Crave that has HBO on it if you pay an extra $9 on top of the $10 you have to pay for Crave. But Mm. that's not HBO Max. That's not like Stargirl. That's not the Snyder Cut. That's not Harley Quinn, the animated series. That's not all all that cool shit. It's just whatever. Yeah, like I have to wait for all the shit on DVD if I want to see it or, you know, know, get Catherine Zeta-Jones to hook me up with the pirate stream. <laughs> but uh but yeah it's weird because uh my buddy jamie powell he said the same thing out there he's out there in the uk and it's the same thing they can't get hbo max out there it's, it doesn't make any sense <sighs> but yeah i'm sure you'll like, figure it out man it's like hbo max do bootleg, you not like money bootleg. <clears throat> bootleg no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah it's it's like hbo Fair max money. like it's, do they not like money because canadians would subscribe you think, you, know, be, like, you think they would make it available all over the world, right? 
Like, I don't know what kind of red tape they need to, you know, cut through, but, you know, bust out the scissors, HBO Max. We want it here in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully maybe they'll change their mind. Who knows? But keep, hopefully you get, you know, you can get it because I know you're going to watch that stuff. I know you want to, are you going to review movies on your channel? Or are you going to um, keep music only? Well, I do. Oh yeah. You talk the, about movies, horror films and stuff. You talked about movies before. Yeah, I do the odd horror movies to watch or avoid episodes, and it's basically yeah. just like I'll grab a stack of move or horror movies that I've seen recently and just do like quick five minute like reviews of each one. Yeah, um, I've done like nerd corner episodes, which I call the episodes where I do like DC and Marvel stuff on my channel. Yeah, I used to do a little bit more in the couple of past years, but like for whatever reason, they're the least viewed videos on my channel, so it's like. I would just be making them for myself at that point, which is right, fine. Right. Like I, yeah. I'm, I'm on YouTube for my own entertainment and my own yeah. hobby. I'm not mm -hmm. doing it for views and and YouTube bucks or anything like that. But at the same time, it's like if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna put the time and effort into reviewing the new DC film, like the Snyder Cut or right. like right. Soul of the Dragon, the new animated Batman movie, I want to see that. I want people to watch and yeah. like be able to comment and participate with me yeah. because I find it awesome. But if only 20 people watch the damn video, then it's like, eh, I'm not putting in all that effort for nothing. Yeah, no, I got you. I've, I've been there, my friend. I'm still there. You know, <laughs> it happens. It happens. I mean, uh, uh, we have been blessed with, as of right now, having 25,000 subscribers, but uh, you know, this, there'll be a video I'll put out there, a movie review and only get like a hundred views. It just happens, you know, so. Yeah, congrats, right. by the way. That's an awesome number to hit for you guys. Oh, well, I know you guys are huge back when you had the first channel. And I know you've been struggling to get back up to your old uh, glory. Old glory? <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying, man. We're trying to, you know, trying to get back at it. But uh, I forgot to, I forgot to celebrate the 25,000 subs with the, with the Movie Dojo Army with the Van Dance. <laughs> Oh yeah, the Van Dams, the Van Dance will never die. That's right, Van Dam Dance, baby. Yeah, congrats. Uh, That's uh, awesome of you guys. Yeah, I mean it's, you know, it's it's just one of those things where like, oh, we made it here, okay. Because <laughs> our channel over the years has always been up and down and up and down, but uh, I've been more active a lot, uh, you know, past couple of months. So I'm trying to get back on it and trying to get a schedule going, especially starting uh, uh, next week. But let's not let us deter away from the Phantom. We could talk a little bit about other stuff afterwards, but let's go ahead and get to the verdict here. Hold on one second. Let me get back here. All right. Let's see. Oh, Brad is asking, uh, he says, Jesse, have you ever seen Batman Under the Red Hood? Oh, yeah, I've got uh, both versions of the DVD. I got Batman Under the Red Hood, and I've got Batman Death in the Family, that choose-your-own-adventure version, which yeah. is really interesting. There's a lot of, like... How was that? Oh, sorry? How, how was that? I was curious about that. The Death in the Family version with the choose-your-own-adventure yeah. thing? Yeah. It's, it's good, and there's only one weird thing about it, okay. and that is that if you remember from 
under the red hood, Jensen Ackles voiced Jason Todd. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But in death, but in the death of the family, all the scenes where you have parts where Jason Todd voiced by Jensen Ackles would be talking. Yeah. They, they cut that out. They don't have Jensen Ackles voice in those scenes any anymore in that version. So I guess how, how, how dare they cut Jensen Ackles? (laughs) The best part about supernatural, by the way. Yeah. Like uh, I don't understand why they did that. Like, I guess they don't want to pay him for that movie too. Probably what it sounds like. They don't want to pay him, you know, but it's all good because Jensen Ackles is going to be in the boys season three. So that's going to be fun. But let's go ahead and get back to The Phantom 1996. So overall, this was a lot of fun uh, watching it again and revisiting it for a third time. I started off making fun of it. And by the end of it, I uh, have a, a high appreciation for the movie now. And it has grown on me a lot more, and it's just a fun movie. When I'm in, when I'm instantly laughing and just having a blast, and I totally get the tone, I totally get what they were trying to do. Uh, I'm a fan of this movie. I like it now. Even even I've got even I've gotten over this. You know, You've gotten this, over the purple condom suit. I, I got over the purple condom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know, Zane. You know, he could tell he really worked out really hard. He tried. He put in a lot of effort. And I, you, you almost, well, this is one of those movies that you watch and you can almost get a sense of, you can tell they probably had fun making it on set, right? Oh, yeah. They were having a blast, especially being acting over the top and being goofy. Unbelievable! I mean, come on. You know, they were they all laughed after that, after that take. You know, I can only imagine, acted. yeah, how many times they had to be like, "All right, cut." The actors are <laughs> laughing too much. Yeah. So, is it really that bad? Now, you notice when I do these, I usually go off of the Rotten Tomatoes critic scores, but this time, I went audience because, believe it or not, the audience score is lower than the critic. Really, so I was very surprised by this. Usually, it's the other way around. <laughs> I'm very surprised. So on Rotten Tomatoes right now, uh, the critics was 43%, which I still think is low. I, th- I still think that's too low because 60 is certified fresh. So what's their biggest complaint? I didn't even bother reading reviews. When the when the reviews are that low, I don't even want to bother. It's probably hmm. the 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 shit I complained about when I was young. It's probably the same stuff. This is dumb. This is cheesy. You know, it probably just went the, the comedy and the tone went over the head. Uh, most so, likely. like these, I wouldn't be surprised. If these people those, loved. Sorry, no, I, I wouldn't uh, be surprised. A lot of these audience scores are from people that are young, people today. I wouldn't be surprised if those are the ones who were reviewing the movie, because a lot of that right. happens. You know what I mean. It's just weird because I bet you these same critics, if they watched the old uh, Adam West Batman serial or uh, TV show, they'd probably eat that up. They'd probably love it. But for whatever reason, since The Phantom was released mid-90s and that's where everyone was wanting like that edgy, dark stuff, they're like, oh, this is terrible. But yet they probably love the Adam West Batman stuff. I don't know. A good example of this is uh, a video, another my buddy Master Chaos from Master Chaos TV, 
And he just for fun, he looked up one star ratings for action movies that are highly rated. And it's it's the same vibe. Like, okay, obviously they're young, they're people of today. They didn't grow up with the old, you know, they didn't grow up the movie. They gave Die Hard one star. And guess was one of their guess what one of their uh complaints were? Their main complaint with Die Hard was What's it's that? not realistic. Action doesn't these action scenes are fake and it's not realistic. Uh it's the fucking 80s, man. It's supposed to be over the top. It's an action movie. I wonder the, what they would have thought it, of the last action hero. <laughs> right? They probably would have given like, zero stars. <laughs> it's like that is and that it was it was always it was like first blood one star um uh like like Terminator, like all these movies were all one. There you go, represent. All these movies they gave one star, and it was always the same excuse. The acting the, the action is not realistic. And I'm like, it's a fucking movie, man. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> if you know, there's some movies that are like Sicario, and then there's some movies that are like Die Hard. There's different genre of film. You know, it's just like that's like complaining. That's like watching a horror movie <laughs> and then seeing a, you know, a vampire movie and going, oh, it's fake. You know, the, the you know, vampires, they don't attack like that. <laughs> that's not realistic. You know, it's just, it's like, it's, it's an amazing video. I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, wow. Like they were giving these classic action movies from the 80s one star. And you don't have to like it. Everything, movies are subjective, right? You don't have to like what I like, and it's fine at the end of the day. But at least, at least give a good excuse. <laughs> at least give, you know what? I just didn't like, I just didn't like the plot. I didn't care for it. Something like that, right? But to say that the action is not realistic for an action movie of the 80s, I think I think Predator and Commando was on there too for one star. I'm just like, oh my God. How do you give well, Predator one and Commando movie. one star? Yeah. Yeah. I love, absolutely love and adore the John Wick movies. Are you going to give those one stars now too? <laughs> it's like they're action movies. It's fantasy. It's fantasy. You know, you know, it's not supposed to be one guy shooting the thousand dudes. That's the fun. That's the fun of the movie. That's the point of the movie. <laughs> and, you know, unfortunately with the Phantom, everybody was like me <laughs> around the time when this movie came out and didn't really give it a shot, you know. And it's a fun, campy movie. When the movie opens with dialogue, for those of you that are late, <laughs> obviously the movie is not supposed to, not trying to take itself seriously and it kept that comedic, campy tone throughout the whole film. Now, if that's not your type of movie, and you don't really like camp, and you don't really like that kind of comedy, then it's fine. It's perfectly fine. But Yeah, you know. it's it's got to be one of those things where it's like, if you're expecting one thing, and you get another, then I could see the criticism. But when a DVD case says slam evil and like this bright purple, you're like, oh, okay. And then you see the back and he's just in this spandex condom outfit. Like, yeah. come on, you, you got to know what you're getting into. Right. If you buy it anyways, or watch it anyways and hate it, it's like, okay, but you know, you don't like it. That's like, that's yeah. like, I don't know, coming to my channel and, and not liking punk or metal. 
but then watching it going, Oh, I hate this. All, all she does is talk about metal and punk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Thumbs down. It's like, okay, yeah. but you knew what you were getting into. Exactly. You on it. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, those type of people, we, it's always cool to agree to disagree, but then you got people that are, are uh, burgle cuts and burgle cuts are not allowed on my channel and burgle cuts are not allowed on Jesse's channel as well. Burgle cuts on all channels will be banned because we do not have time. Everybody can agree to disagree. It's it's, it's perfectly fine. Just don't cross the line and be a dick. If you're a dick, then you're getting banned. That's how we roll. That's how we slam evil, motherfucker. Yeah. All right. So is it really that bad, Jesse? In your opinion, is it really as low as 31%? Remember, certified fresh, just to reach fresh, is 60. Yeah. So this is 30% or 29% lower than fresh. I I don't know if that's fair. If someone said 50%, okay, because that would mean 50% of the audience liked it, 50% right. didn't. And it makes sense where 31% feels like the wrong people watch this movie. Like, I agree. like either the wrong people watch this movie or the expectations weren't what the writer and director of this movie had in mind for who's watching it. And I feel like once again, if it came out 15, 20 years earlier, this shit yeah. would have been a blockbuster back then and oh, yeah. it, they would have eaten it up. So, no, I don't think it's a fair rating. It's being yeah. improperly judged and probably by the right. wrong people. Right. And like you said, like, you know, if someone gives a better excuse or like, okay, well, I get that. Yeah, I understand that. Like you said, 50% makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Some people like, right? What would you, if you were going to use the Rotten Tomatoes rating, what would you personally rate the Phantom? Uh, well, from my adult point of view and not like watching it as a 13 year old or 10 year old yeah uh, I, I would i would probably give it maybe a 55 percent the it, it's it's better than okay but it also for the time it came out in the 90s i could see yeah. why people weren't accepting of this yet they wanted you know they wanted batman returns they wanted yeah blade they wanted those kind of dark edgy action films superhero films yeah. they didn't they didn't they want <laughs> okay go ahead sorry that caught me off guard that made me laugh no worries what was the comment no he says uh today's youth have no brains and no balls <laughs> uh, i can neither con confirm nor deny that comment <laughs> no i get it i understand I mean, Blade, uh, Blade came out in 98. It came out two years after this. But I get the whole, everybody wants their superheroes to be dark. Even in the 90s, even as, as campy as Batman Forever was, it still tried to be dark, but have a little splash of that Adam West era of Batman on there. Um, but this went straight full camp. And I guess yeah. it, it was too much for some people. Uh, but no, I agree with you on your rating. I, I'm, I put it there too. I would put it at 55%. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 31 is ridiculous. 31 is just unfair. I mean, 55 might even seem low to someone who likes this movie. Like, I like this movie, but I realize even 
even if they were to release it, let's say 10 years earlier, it still had rush issues with plot. It definitely had a little bit too mustache twirling villains that want to be evil for the sake of being evil. It's definitely a bit of a dumbed down superhero movie. Uh, But the action scenes were good when they happened. Like Billy Zane kicking ass and taking names was nice. There, there is eye candy for whoever ailed you. Catherine Zeta Jones, Billy Zane. Um, it's just some of the MacGuffin and <laughs> it was where just, go, go, go next scene. Go, go, go. Yeah. Just so some yeah. of the, some of the plot points and some mm-hmm. of the acting is yeah. where it tripped up. If that had been better, if there's a little bit more backstory with the artifacts, if the acting was a little bit better and not just bad guy, bad, <laughs> uh, it could have bumped it up to like a 70% or a little bit higher. Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, like you said, maybe a little more action at the end. Yeah, like the ending scene, like for horror movies and superhero movies and action movies, you expect the last 10 to 15 minutes to just be like pow, 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 pow until like the resolution happens. Like this is the part of the storm before the calm at the end and the resolve. Like this is the third act. Shit better happen and not just kind of like wrap up. They're like, okay, yeah, we need a third act and an action fight scene. But you took care of the bad guys too quickly and you ended too fast. I don't know. So, could they do another Phantom movie today? Um, well, or they should just leave this alone. What do you think? They they did a a another Phantom movie, just called The Phantom again. Um, back in two thousand nine. So, a little over ten years later, they did this. Yeah, right. exactly. And this is basically a I'm trying to like a kind of a modernized version. It's not Phantom 2045 or 49 or whatever that is, yeah. but it, it's like the the grandkid of Kit Walker discovers that he has to take up the mantle of the Phantom. His business has kind of discovered that he was the phantom and now they've got like these special suits and weapons and uh vehicles that they're like you know what your your great grandfather's passed on you need to take up the mantle they're still evil that needs to be slammed right. uh, so you know you need to get your shit in order because the kids i think maybe like in his late teens and he's right. kind of a bit of a, a hoodlum a bit but they're like no you need to come back with us to the the business your father wants you to pick up the mantle of the phantom and i can't remember too much about this i think i only watched it once or twice but it was it was actually pretty good i recommend you track down this one okay um but is it better than the 96 movie uh yes and no it's 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 better because it's more modernized and there's technology involved and there's yeah. a little bit more modern sensibility with the acting and the communication between the characters. Like younger, younger w- viewers would kind of relate to this a little bit more. But again, it, it came too late. This one should have been the one that was released in 96. The one that was released in 96 should have came out in 76 or 86, maybe. Right. So they're, they're, all, they're always a little bit too late with right. the 
with when they come out with the tone of these films. And it's like, oh, this would have been great 10 right. years before they yeah. made it. This but... would have did well in the 80s. Oh, yeah. This would have been a fun, kick-ass ride for everyone, I believe. This would, like, this, this would have been fun. Um, but... Um, it's hard keeping up with the kids. Would, would you... <laughs> I know. Would you... Do you think they would bother trying to reboot this and modernize it and give it a big budget and a you know lead actor is it do you think hollywood's going to do it or going to be like well no because everyone's going to think of the 96 movie that bombed and maybe we shouldn't touch it i don't know what do you think uh well i can, <laughs> i can tell you right off the bat no one remembers or knows about this one so they don't right. have to worry about that the phantom okay. the phantom 96 has a probably a bit of a cult following and any fan of Catherine Zeta Jones or Billy Zane knows about this film. There's still fans right now. There's people collecting action figures and everything for the Phantom right now. There's still, there's, there's, there's like you said, there is a cult following for this film, which is cool. And I want that. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's, that's actually pretty sick. I actually like that. Um, So, in regards to Hollywood right now, they they love money. They 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 don't want to take risks on on yeah uh, obscure characters. Like I still say, I still say, Guardians of the Galaxy was a fluke. That yeah, a well, fluke. I mean, I like I like the movies. I like the movies, but nobody knew to no one knew who the fuck Groot was. But they went big budget and everything. And it when it worked, it did well. Yeah, but that, so that's a rare, that's a rarity, though. That was basically a, a, a case of Disney and Marvel going. Well, if this fails, we're still a multi-billion-dollar conglomerate, so we can take the hit. But this, this, okay. this James Gunn guy, this James Gunn guy, really seems to know what he's doing. So you know, maybe it won't be too bad. And then, boom, almost a billion-dollar movie. So. Right. Uh, <laughs> so that was that was luck and i'm glad they took the chance because that it's the saying uh high tides raise all ships so basically directors and movie studios around the world looked at that and went oh so we can take chances cool right. so hopefully with that mindset continuing on with the phantom ip uh they hollywood is either going to go We've got enough cult following for this classic 90s pulp film that yeah. I think we might be able to bring it back in a way to make some buck and, and kind of be this non-DC, non-Marvel, uprising comic book film. And people might say, oh, you know, comic book films are suffering from fatigue. Nobody, everyone's done with comic book films. That's that's bullshit, okay? <laughs> Hollywood... Hollywood is going to ride this dead horse uh, as far across the desert as they can. So I guarantee you there's going to be tons of superhero films in the future. There's going to be tons of um, underdog studios wanting to get their claws on the superhero cash. So hopefully whoever owns the rights to the Phantom gets, gets the green light from some studio, whether it be Universal whether it be Sony or, or whatever. Maybe maybe it would be a cooler series. Or, yeah, like, even like a, a Netflix streaming show. Yeah. Like, or Lion, Lionsgate could maybe do a, 
uh, a, a PG 18 yeah. uh, rating. Do, yeah. do a little bit edgier version. Do yeah. something dark yeah. and like hard hitting and violent. We, we Not- appreciate the camp and we appreciate what the movie was trying to do, but you could still make it. You can make, you can take that same property and make it more serious. You could. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like maybe the Thomas Jane Punisher. Yeah. way like Fair maybe enough. go a little bit darker like that yeah uh, I, I love the thomas jane punisher one by the way excellent movie yeah oh um, uh, uh here's oh yeah here you go nobody knew who iron man was except comic fans that's true that's true that was kind of a risk too but yeah hopefully just the right studio gets yeah. gets a sniff of the the potential cash and and bang that the IP for the Phantom could have, and hopefully someone does pick that up. I don't. Once again, I don't know who has the rights to that right now, or if it's even maybe uh, public property. Who knows? But hopefully someone picks it up. Hopefully someone dusts it off and goes, "Hmm, this this might be a good, you know, IP to start making movies on," and just maybe give it that, you know, '90s edge that everyone was hoping it was going to be. Make yeah. it be that kind of cool. Uh, uh, Thomas Jane Punisher version of the Phantom. This, that, yeah, bring that vibe. (laughs) Make this movie. (laughs) But what I really want, I think, what I, what everyone else wants, also is they agree with me, is that what we all really want at the end of the day is a live action movie of Defenders of the Earth Defenders. I had to throw that in one more time. Actually, you know what? I I remember you and me talking a while back about that Dynamite Comics masks uh, graphic novel that I showed oh, you. Dude, I would love that. Right? Can you hold on like, one second? What's Can you hold on one second. I will. Yeah, gra- I'll grab that. Hold on. Yeah, go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Chad going on hanging out okay all right so like i'm thinking because you just show that defenders of the earth thing yeah if they do bring back the phantom give him his own solo film first if it's good do this yes dude that well that you know it's alex ross right yeah yeah, that's my boy right there. That guy's artwork is sick. But yeah, look at this chat. Look at this. It's you. You tell him who's in there. Um, it's so, Sh- Shadow. Yeah, I was going to try and say from left to right, but I can't actually tell if this because it's backwards for me. But it's the Shadow, the Green Hornet, Zorro, Zorro. the Spider, and like, Kato. And, is that Kato? Kato? Yeah, the Black Mask, Kato. Yeah. But yeah, like and the Spider, like. Get them to team up with these old, old pulp fiction heroes. Get them to do this kind of like, yeah. I don't know. I like it's it's hard because when you've got superheroes that that don't have the skills of Batman uh, and don't have any powers, what really can they do? I mean, you've got Green Hornet who can shoot like these green sleep dust pellets at people so you can knock you out and just right. like um or like you can fight yeah or you can have martial arts powers or you can be like the spider and just 
end people's fucking lies. He he just takes them out or like punches them in the face with his spider oh, like, ring. Oh, like, yeah, like I don't know if you guys have ever read any of the old Pulp Fiction Berkeley novels. I did a, a a book vlog on here one time, kind of reviewing the very first uh, Spider Master of Men, uh, the Spider Strikes novel. It's just like this little like old Pulp Fiction novel, but. Yeah, this guy fucks dudes up. He doesn't fuck around. He doesn't, you know, you know, uh, I don't have to kill you, but I'm not going to save you either. Yeah. Batman thing. He doesn't do that bullshit. He just goes, nope, murked. You're Shoots dead. him right in the head. I'm You're done, dead. son. And, I and want then the stamps. I want the movie now. And then, yeah. And then just stamps their forehead with the red spider logo and just. <laughs> so, <laughs> he like, yeah, he brands them like right <laughs> in the face with this red ring or he also sometimes has like this the bottom of a um a zip a zippo lighter he yeah. takes the bottom off and just go right on the fucking head with the spider after logo he after he kills them so Love the it. cops know his body count like he's got like by the time you're introduced to the very first berkeley novel yeah. uh the spider strikes he's already known throughout the uh throughout new york as the spider who kills criminals and has probably killed about a hundred or so by the time you're introduced to him in the very first fucking book. So he like the, the phantom could team up with the spider and the shadow and green Hornet after the first film, of course, and maybe just go on this like mafia or like, uh, what's the Japanese like gang, um, the Yakuza go after these Yakuza people like, uh, Hawkeye is and, and yeah, that, Ronan in Endgame. Yeah, like Ronan, these people. But yeah. yeah, he could do that. They just they would need the first movie to do well and be like, all right, we can bring back these Pulp Fiction heroes and give them some real life bad guys to take on and make it maybe be a little meta too. Just be like, oh yeah, they gotta take out these these I don't know people that are spreading this disease and and stop it before it's unleashed and. Maybe that they don't call it COVID. Maybe they call it something else. But yeah, you know, yeah. they got to stop this gang from spreading this this viral weapon and and you know unleashing now, uh, it on New York. The Zorro that's in that series is he like a modern day Zorro or because it's like modern times, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't really see him in here. He's kind of at the top and then scratching the Z and at the bottom. Okay. Okay. But uh. This, yeah, all these heroes are the original heroes from back in the day. They're just somehow still alive in modern times. Oh, in yeah. Books. Speaking of like, branded people, I forgot to mention this. Oh, yeah. He just carves a Z in their chest. No, I mean, um, uh, the Phantom. He brands people, too, with the ring. I forgot to mention that. Oh, yeah. Remember, he just clocks them. Remember? Yeah. Oh, is that what he does? <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's like, wow. He just he had a mark, right? Right yeah, in the side of his head. Yeah. Um. Mandrake, uh, isn't that name sounds familiar? Is he one of the guys in Defenders of the Earth, Nemo? Because he says Phantom often teams up with Mandrake. Do you guys know Mandrake? I think Mandrake is he like magic? Because Mandrake, that sounds familiar from Defenders of the Earth. He might be one of the dudes on there. Yeah, it uh, sounds like he might be a supernatural hero. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's so many good. I mean, uh, you know, I love. DC, I love Marvel. You know, I'm just a fan, right? Um, when the Blade movie came out, 
I didn't even know Blade was a comic book character. <laughs> and I was just blown away. I just recently watched Blade in 4K the other day, and it's still fucking amazing, man. It's still, like, just wonderful. But um, it's still badass. It still scra- scratches the fucking action itch. You know, there's yeah. no fucking around. There you that go. one guy, Man. like, I just grew my hand back. Yeah. <laughs> Mandrake the Magician. Okay, so, yeah, there you go. All right, cool. No, you're not spamming. But yeah, all, all good. Yeah. But yeah, all they need to do is just take a modern twist on the the Phantom. Maybe not give him that fucking purple condom suit, obviously. Um, get rid of the cowl or something, maybe. I don't know how they go about it, but give him that textured, like, Greg Berlanti flash arrow show type of suit maybe and not have the spray on abs just give them like a functional military-esque kevlar purple suit but muted muted tones don't have it so bright because superheroes in the daylight look silly as fuck especially if they've got really bright suits and it's spandex and it doesn't have like yeah like proper fabrics and material um so do that with his suit obviously and then get a like they didn't go wrong with billy zane like that actor was perfect for that role so get another billy zane type actor who can bring the bravado bring that male swooning charm about it give him a little wisecracking little whatever Mm -hmm. yeah but keep it keep it grounded and and dark and gritty and realistic like the audience wants today. Right. Give him lines, give him lines that don't sound like he just came out of the twenties or out of a Batman, uh, Adam West. Well, maybe, maybe, show. Don't, maybe don't set it in the thirties. Like the 96 movie was. Yeah. Know? Get him to have some sort of real time yeah. problems and real time bad guys to fight. Maybe yeah. give him some like villain type, bad guys too don't just make it mob bosses or like yeah like uh, a riot, gang members a riot, yeah give them like uh yeah, yeah give them a, a bad guy that's in a super villain suit too give him some cool like taskmaster villain that he has to fight yeah that'd be that'd be dope that'd be really cool but like, there's one build- more thing I, I forgot to uh i forgot to uh, post the movie dojo army choices the poll that's right they have uh did a poll on if they agree with the rating or not. So let's check it out. I'm getting ready to bring it up right now. Movie Dojo Army poll. Boom. Look at that. No, the Phantom should be higher than 31%. Look at that. Hey. All right. They Good. agree. It should be higher. They won. We won today, Jesse. <laughs> Victory. <laughs> Victory. Yeah, but yeah, Movie Dojo Army, they voted, and they even they were like, look, 31%, this is ridiculous. I'm sure a lot of them were probably like, look, they didn't even think the movie's great, but they're like, 31% though? Like, that's that's insane. That's, no, that's it's, not, it's not the best movie, but it's not yeah. a 31, holy. Oh, we're getting we're getting close to trash. Like, <laughs> area of rating here. Yeah, this isn't the Double Dragons movie. <laughs> yes! Yes, someone agrees with me that that movie sucks. That Did movie's you see that? awful. Did you see that uh, 
Well, if you I if you caught a bit of it, but uh, yeah. I also have it on DVD, like that movie on DVD. Like it was just pure nostalgia, is why I spent the yeah. twelve ninety nine yeah. I did. But there's fans of it. That's fine. But oh I, man, I, it is bad. Oof. It's yeah. <laughs> it is bad. Uh, but the Phantom is not bad. It's a fun adventure movie at its core. And if that's what you're looking for, a fun adventure, campy, comedic film, you can't go wrong with The Phantom. All yeah, right? it's it's a classic before its time. It it just came too late. Yeah, yeah. A little bit earlier, about five years earlier? Uh, at least 10 years too, oh, 10 years. too late. 10 years yeah. too late. <laughs> well, this was fun. I'm going to have to end it now, my brother. All right, all my brothers in Movie Dojo Army. My brother Brad, that's right. My brother Andre Atkins. I see all my brothers hanging out over there. Uh, and you also, Jesse. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thanks again. This was awesome. This was fun. Thanks again for hanging out on the channel. Uh, it'll be fun to do more episodes in the future. If you're down, we'll talk about more comic book films. I have not seen The Spirit. Oh, that I is good, it. but also kind of weird. So you liked it? Really? I have it on DVD. Like I, I try to collect every comic book movie I can on DVD. Uh, mm. But it, it was, the, once again, it had good points and it had like bad, really weird points too. It's like, what the fuck? We'll, we'll discuss <laughs> after the stream. We'll, we'll come up with some stuff. We want to give it away now what we think about it. But I haven't seen it yet. I just heard it's terrible. Oh, but, no, you need to see it. Okay. All right. All right. I'll give it a shot. The, there, I, there's definitely some I, good I, points I, in it that's worth seeing. Okay, okay, okay. All right, you got me intrigued now. And Sexy Sumo wants me to show the awesome Double Dragon cinematography. He wants me to show... <laughs> yes. Awesome cinematography. The, the movie did have that going for it, yes. Yeah, uh, the, spirit, but, uh, the spirit has eye candy in it, too, so... <laughs> all right, all right. All right, but uh, this was a lot of fun. Hey, chat! Movie Dojo Army, thanks for hanging out. On tonight's episode of Is It Really That Bad? The Phantom has survived. It, is, it has survived. We did not give it the thumbs down. If you have not seen it, we recommend you guys watch it. Just remember, we, 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 we laid it out for you. If you like campy comedy, adventure, action movies, Indiana Jones type, there you go. You'll be right at home with The Phantom. Definitely check it out. Make sure you also head over to Jesse's channel, The Black metal rebellion that's right head over there if you are fans of all kinds of hard rock metal black metal punk everything that's badass that's right fuck maroon five okay fuck this bullshit fuck imagine dragons get that fucking shit out of your ass all right imagine dragons you want to hear some real music head over to jesse's channel that's right <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Go over there, subscribe if you're fans of Metal. And and also check out his... Uh, 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 hold on a second. Nemo here. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, check out Jesse's uh, Nerd Corner episodes as well. Also, check out Jesse's uh, horror recommendations, yay or nay videos is for horror fans. You can head, you can head over there too. Uh, uh, Kelly says, what about System of a Down? Oh, hold on. Oh, J-Rod saying thanks, uh, Jesse, for hanging out the channel. J-Rod saying thank you. All right. Uh, what about System of a Down? System of a Down's fine. 
They're fine. <laughs> I heard I, I heard a rumor they might be coming back, but uh, they're fine. Kelly Kells, you're you're it's okay if you like System of a Down. That's fine. But imagine dragons. Imagine <laughs> dragons. Imagine dragons. Imagine dragons. <laughs> this is too much bad music, man. Too much bad music. All right. Let's see here. Have a good night, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe. And don't forget to check out my store. That's right. There's Fat Samurai Guy merch now. T-shirts, tank tops, mugs. A lot of cool stuff. So make sure you guys head over to the store, take a look at it, and uh, buy some stuff. If you buy some stuff, send me send me photos of you guys wearing the merch or what you have, and I'll, I'll put them in a video. I think it'll be a lot of fun. So just, just now, the store just went up. And you got a lot of merch, too. Plugity plug. Jesse, plugity plug. Uh, yeah. I have my own uh, Redbubble shop. I, I put a ton of different band logos and designs and stuff up there, my own projects or, or different other things uh, I'm able to. I also have a couple of band camps uh, for my like black metal solo project, Drakir, or my solo punk project, The Lonely Cadaver, a.k.a. LXCX. Um, so yeah, just make sure you hit them up, check them out. Yeah, but uh, not before you uh, hit up Preston's first. Make sure you hit up his first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit mine up first. Fat Samurai Guy and Lady Fat Blood on t-shirts. Check them out in comic book panel style. You guys will, will look at it. You'll laugh hysterically and be like, "Yeah, that's my uh, that's my homies right there." Let me go ahead and get a shirt and wear it. But it'll be fun. But yeah, let me send me photos. So I'm gonna put in a video. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah. Jesse, this was a blast. We got to do more of these. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Until the next Is It Really That Bad episode, uh, this Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, I'm going to be streaming all day. So at 2 p.m. Pacific time, it's going to be me, Gorekeeper, and Nerd Luca. We're going to go over the top 50. We're going to decide if this list is bullshit or not, but the top 50 horror films from the 80s list we're gonna we're gonna check we're gonna check this out all right we're gonna decide this is some bullshit you know what i'm saying so if you guys want to hear us talk about that list uh 2 p.m pacific time thursday and then later that same night at 6 p.m versus episode son top gun versus iron eagle you know, the movie Avengers will all be there. We're all going to debate and have a good time with that. So that's all on Thursday. So I'm going to be busy. All right, guys. <laughs> Brad, take my money now. Take my money. <laughs> you guys are awesome. You guys, you guys are cracking me up. But, yeah, have some fun. Make sure you check out Jesse's channel. Cool stuff over there. And uh, that's it. Have a good one. See you guys next time. The Phantom. Take care, guys. <laughs>